it simple, keep it small, and there will be enough for all. Take a little, give a lot. Thank Mother Earth and Father Sky for what you've got. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Green Women Podcast. I'm your host, Reggie Weber, and a member of the Green Women Leadership Initiative. As Green Women, we are passionate about growing our lives and being activists for deep concerns about self-care practices, women's issues, healthy living, nature healing, the environment and climate change, social justice and activism, and living in harmony with Mother Earth. We are artists, educators, coaches, therapists, grandmothers, green mamas, and we are wrapping our lives and work around making a difference in our world. Well, last week I talked about languishing, and so this week I'm going to be talking about stress and the brain health. I have been doing a lot of research and listening to webinars and about brain health. I have been retired for three years now after 26 years in long-term care nursing, and then um, I went over to the hospital with acute care nursing. I lost my daughter um, when she was 20 years old in a car accident, and that was in the year 2000. I've been divorced from a very emotional, which ended up turning into a physical abuse situation. I held a job to raise kids and go off to college when I was 37 years old, and I entered nursing school and graduated when I was 40. You think I had incurred a little stress in my life? Wow, I tell you, I look back and I, I can't even believe sometimes how I made it through. I'm pretty healthy. Um, I think I'm still pretty have my sanity. Um, so now at the age of 68, I'm striving to be as healthy as I can be because I want to be around for a long time. My motto, I've been saying one of them is, I want to be healthy, happy, and live beyond 100 years, but only if I'm happy and healthy. I have a lot of living left to do in life. I want to see my grandboys graduate from high school and college. I want to attend their weddings, and I want to have some great-grandchildren. So I need to stay pretty healthy and keep my brain healthy. Now that I'm an ARP member and belong I joined and belong to the ARP Stay Sharp program. It's really pretty interesting. Um, You take these tests to see how well recall and all of that is, and you're timed. Uh, So it just keeps your brain going. And um, so with that research, I've been trying to figure out and research the maintaining our brain health and what are the ways that we can protect our brains as we go through life. Well, I found out that prevention is the best way to help our brains maintain a healthy status. And that includes our food, our dietary choices, whether you're going to eat out at fast food restaurants all the time, or you're going to eat healthy, organic home foods at home, to exercise, even if it's just walking, little yoga, avoiding toxins in the environment, and listen, This is a big thing with me, our toxins in the environment. In your home, I get them out. 
there are a lot of good things that you can replace them. The reason that they're so cheap is because they're full of toxins and they can sell them cheaply and people will buy them. So do your research. You've got to be an advocate for yourself, your family, your kids, and your friends. You also need to optimize your sleep. Sleep is so important to brain health. At the time we're sleeping, our brains are actually decluttering all the stuff that's been going on during the day. So we need to get that sleep. It's so, so important. And you want to avoid or manage type 2 diabetes as all these items I mentioned create inflammation in our bodies, including the brain. You know, they say what goes on in the gut is going on in the brain. I heard the other day, um, I don't know if you all know about leaky gut syndrome, but they said if you have leaky gut syndrome, you have a leaking brain. That's pretty scary, isn't it? So we need to nurture our bodies with organic foods as much as possible. Like I said before, remove the toxin from your skincare, your laundry detergents, your cleaning household products, lawn products, as much as you can. Then there is stress. Wow, how can we do that? From 2020 till today, we are dealing with COVID pandemic, and now there's a rise in a variant. You talk about stress? Oh my gosh, and it's kind of been continuous, hasn't it been? Then there was the elections, then came all the riots all over the world. Let's just add another little bucket of stress in there. Our bodies are made to handle stress, but that is usually in an urgent situation. You know, they say the flight, right? Um, aspect. Well, that's like, you know, if a tiger was coming at you and we needed to run and we pump up cortisol so that we can protect ourselves and, and we get going. Well, I'm not talking about that kind of stress. Um, I'm talking about the stress that is, um, what am I trying to say? <laughs> is that, we, you know, when cortisol is released and we can remove ourselves from the stress, then our bodies return back to baseline. But that is has not been happening. So I would have to say our bodies and our lives have been pretty much in a constant state of stress, which leads to all sorts of issues. For example, stress makes it harder to sleep. It also upsets our balance of our gut bacteria. And in fact, I'll talk a little bit later, it kind of changes it. It changes the equilibrium in the harmony of the body. And it is the main cause of inflammation, not just in the body, but like I said before, but in our brain. In the last couple of years, we have been anxious, fearful, worried, and that produces inflammation. And if you're eating processed foods, foods from fast food restaurants, I can't tell you the people that during the pandemic or when the restaurants were finally open or did just take out, that cane chicken place, I've never eaten it. Everyone says it's good. And the line is a mile long to get in there, but it's still processed and it's fried. So just, you know, you need to get educated on this. So those constant levels leads to all sorts of issues. It upsets the balance of our gut bacteria, like I said. 
it changes the equilibrium and the harmony in our body. And it's the main cause of inflammation. I just want to repeat those because I think they're so important. So you can also get it in the foods, not just eating fast food restaurants, you can get it from drinking alcohol, eating sandies, sodas, candy, these are all creating inflammation. Then how many of us seem to be multitasking all the time? Well, I know this is really big for women. We tend to, um, we have kids, so we're multitasking all the time, it seems like. Well, this is about creating micro stressors, which accumulate over time, and it can manifest some insignificant chemical and emotional problems in the brain, but we're not even aware of it. If this continues for like five to 10 years, that stress can lead to significant immune disorders, cancers, and the like. So all this stress is just spewing out our cortisol, which can be catastrophic to the brain. Also, stress actually increases blood sugar. I just heard a statistic the other day. It said that 60% of all Americans either have type 2 diabetes or are pre-diabetic. That is pretty sad, isn't it? And a lot of that has to do with our diet and stress. So stress also alters our gut biome. It impacts our hormone, hormones, and as inflammation rises, it creates some damaging what we call free radicals, which creates this oxidative stress. In addition, our gut bacteria plays a role in our neurotransmitters that affect our mood from one moment to the next. So if you're chronically stressed, the microbiome becomes stressed also, and it can alter their behavior. This constant stress in our bodies can have negative effects on the body and our brain. Research has found that stress can produce a wide range of negative effects on the brain, ranging from contributing to mental illness to actually shrinking the volume of the brain. From a study published in Molecular Psychiatry, researchers found that chronic stress results in long-term changes in the brain. Those who experience chronic stress are also more prone to mood and anxiety disorders later on in life. The research goes on to say that stress might play a role in the development of mental disorders. I was I looked this up because I was wondering I knew that the gut was also bad for the brain if the gut's bad, but I was wondering if there was a connection between mental disorders and the research shows that there is, such as depression and various emotional disorders. They also discovered that such stress creates more myelin-producing, myelin, excuse me, producing cells, but fewer neurons than normal. The disruption is an excess of um, the myelin in certain areas of the brain, which interferes with the timing and balance of communication. Researchers um, also found that stress can have negative effects on the brain's hippocampus, and that is where our memory area is. And that is also of great concern in the development of all the Alzheimer's disease that we're finding at an earlier age. It gets earlier and earlier. Stress can also 
change the structure of the brain. Psychologist Dan, Daniel, Daniela Koffer suggests that not all stress impacts the brain and neural networks in the same way. Good stress, or the type of stress that helps us perform well in the face of a challenge, helps to wire the brain in a positive way, leading to strong networks and greater resilience. However, chronic stress, though, can lead to an array of problems. She also states, you're creating a brain that's either resilient or very vulnerable to mental stress based on the patterning of white matter you get early in life. Stress does impact whether or not those cells survive also. So, so prolonged stressful situations and um, encounters um, or chronic stress can actually kill brain cells. The research has also showed even among healthy people, stress can lead to shrinkage in the area of the brain associated with the regulation of emotions, metabolism, and memory. Everyday stress that we all seem to face that over time can contribute to a wide range of mental disorders if they go left unnoticed. Chronic everyday stress had little impact on brain volume, but may make more people vulnerable to brain shrinkage when they faced with intense traumatic stressors are added. And we know that stress can affect our memory as spatial memory or the ability to recall information, the location um, of objects in the environment. Like, have you ever thought, you know, where are those car keys? Also, a 2014 study reviewed that high levels of stress hormone cortisol were connected to short-term memory declines in older rats. With that said, our brains can also regenerate, though, through neurogenesis if it's given the appropriate nutrition and exercise and things that we can do, you can still create new brain cells. So I want to mention something now that the reason I did a lot of this research and during the 2021 Olympics, which was just, you know, um, is going on now, and we still have COVID and the positive cases have been increasing in the Olympics. And do you think that the event participants are stressed? Oh my God. You think about the stress and preparation and all that training for all those years. And then, you know, going through the World uh, Cup training and, and trying to win to get into the Olympics. And then with COVID, and they have to go to Tokyo, and there's all these uh, things placed in order, you know, you have to wear a mask, you have to do this and do that. I would think that they're more than a little stressed. So these athletes, athletes, even in their training and traveling, and all that they go through, it really didn't surprise me when Simone spoke publicly about her mental illness, which I believe that Simone has been living with stressors for a long time. Look at the stress that she lives under that they all live under. The good news in this is that she recognized it, and she listened to her body and her mind. 
So what can we do about this? Well, first and foremost, I believe it is what we eat and we feed our body and our brain. Eat whole, organic, when you can, healthy foods that consist of vegetables, seeds, nuts, legumes, fruits, especially berries, minimal meat such as poultry and fish. And make sure that it's really organic if you can, or if you do get um, beef, it's grass-fed beef. Then keep our brains smart by doing new things, reading, get out in nature, exercise, yoga, again, walking in nature, meditation, mindfulness practices, diaphragmatic breathing, cultivating healthy relationships, some good quality sleep, and seek joy in your life through time with family and community, your friends. I just know that we are in a state of so much stress. We have climate change on top of us. We have all this new stuff coming up with the variant. We've got schools that are going to be starting in a month and a half. And these are stressful times. So we need to find things that will calm us down and less stress. Now, I would like to give you all a big thank you for tuning in and listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, download, and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. Until next time, stay informed, be healthy, live green, and in harmony with Mother Earth, our true mother. Keep it simple, keep it small. Take a little, give a lot. Thank Mother Earth and Father Sky for what you've got.